Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Hi, everyone. Welcome again to this your show, The Wow Marriage, where we use godly principles and experience to save and to put up the good fight of faith to save your marriage. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, we're glad that you are to tune back in with us uh, this afternoon or evening, whatever time you're choosing to watch this and to hear us. Um, but we want to let you know that what we're going to focus in on today, we're going to get right into it because we have a lot to cover and we really want to make sure we get the best information out to you. So we're going to talk about today is do I have the faith to save my marriage? Do you have what it takes? Yes. Do I have what it, I think I have what it takes, but years ago I didn't. Exactly. And you know, a lot of times we are... We feel when we feel weak, we feel that we don't have enough faith because it's just so bad. It's so bad and so hard and we're always going through stuff. And I, I really think sometimes we're concentrating and this um teaching or tool is talk you're gonna talk about just protect the faith that you already have. A lot of times we try to grow our faith or um work in faith and don't say anything, go contrary to what I believe and so forth and so on. Right. And we focus the principle mm-hmm. and the basic thing, the practical things that we can apply to the faith that God already gave us. Right. The word of mm-hmm. God tells us in Romans twelve three, for by grace we've been saved, and everyone has been given a measure of faith. So a lot of time is not really do you have enough faith? A lot of time is you're not protecting the faith that you already have. Right. And then, you know, additionally in that scripture, it tells us, you know, that, you know, you shouldn't think more highly of yourself, you know, than you really are. Because oftentimes, you know, especially men, because we're so prideful and we're fixers, we want to do things. We always think that, you know, I can handle this. And, you know, in our pride, you know, we're puffed up thinking we know everything or have all the answers. And, you know, really, that's not where faith is. You know, that's not where faith is. Mm -hmm. Faith, you know, I heard, you know, in fact, we just had a preacher, a wonderful preacher, you know, um, uh, last evening. And he said, you know, faith begins when you're where your senses end. So when you think when you can see a way out of it, when you can hear a way out of it, you know, when you can smell or taste or do all these things in the natural to get out of it. That's not faith. That's not faith. Mm -hmm. Your faith is when you put all that to the side, you empty yourself and you cry out to God and let him get in and start making these things work for you. Exactly. Stay off of social media. Stay off that. Stay off the Hollywood. There's no way that Hollywood can make us believe that we have a successful marriage because mm-hmm. it just doesn't work that way. We have to let the senses go and focus in on the faith to save our marriage. And that is through Jesus Christ. Well, you know, and Jesus Christ is the word of God. Yes. So a lot of times God has given us practical things that we can apply right now. There are things that we can do to guard what we already have and allow that to build our faith. Right. And what we already have is the word of God, Mm -hmm. the Bible, the scriptures. I'm going to read a scripture here to you. And it's talking about some practical things that we can do every single day. But this translation is hits it on point because it really gives us, you know, a sense of urgency or some, you know, sense of 
well, pride in a good way, you know, that mm. we have the word of God working for us. It's and we a second, are applying the word of God in exactly, our exactly. We have to apply the word, work, word of God in our lives. Excuse me. Second Peter 1, 5 through 7, for this very reason, applying your diligence to the divine promises, make every effort in exercising your faith to develop moral excellence and in moral excellence, knowledge, insight and understanding and in your knowledge, self-control and in your self-control, steadfastness and in your steadfastness, godliness and in your godliness, brotherly affection and in your brotherly affection, develop Christian love. That is learn mm-hmm. to unselfishly seek the best for others and do things for their benefit. Amen. Now, having faith to save your marriage is not always about doing what you think is right to get your marriage, you know, on point or on track. It's about doing with your what your wife says or what she needs and thinking about her and you know, trying to make things right because we don't always have the answer. You know, we said previously, you know, do the golf walk. You know, when your wife or your husband says something or does something that you just think is absolutely horrible, you know, it makes no sense at all. You know, think about why they said it. Think about where they're coming from. You know, take another look at it and say, hey, this doesn't make sense to me. But I need to understand why he said this or why she said this in an order so I can develop a faith, you know, to help save and to fix my marriage. Because exactly. if I don't know, if I don't understand what my wife is trying to say, how can I have the faith to fix it? Exactly. You know, I like the beginning of the scripture say, um, make every diligency, make applying your diligency. Diligence is another word that we can use for discipline. It will take discipline. We cannot, when it comes to faith and apply the Word of God into our life, it's going to take an effort and it's going to take discipline. We cannot be lazy Christian and expect great mm-hmm. results. Exactly. Know? We, we need to, to apply ourselves. And mm-hmm. it's really, it's really simple and it's really not that hard. If you look at all those things that you have mentioned, like uh, more excellent and develop this and excellent, it's really it gives me almost peace to know that there's something I can do. There's something I can try to fix my character so my faith will not be hindered. Right. Yes. I mean, that's what we have to do. We always have to work and look at how we can appropriate the Word of God into our lives in order to make it better for ourselves. You know, Mm -hmm. that's why, you know, the Bible has the answer for absolutely everything. You know, mm-hmm. we just need to have faith looking at we have to empty ourselves and have faith to look into the scriptures to see what God is actually saying mm-hmm. to us to help us get better. You know, one thing I want to point, I want to start pulling some stuff out of the scriptures here, a few words or phrases. You know, we're talking about moral excellence. OK, your moral excellence is your walk. You know what you do in privacy of your own mm-hmm. home or when no one is around. OK, who you are or what you do when no one else is around. That's who you truly are. If you're constantly doing something just to put on a show or to look good in front of your wife or in front of a coworker or a friend, or specifically talking about wives because this or husbands because this is your marriage, when you put it on a show, let's say you're struggling with something, and you know, um, let's say a movie, you know, and you know, there's some swear words and some cursing in the movie, 
you know, and then you get in an argument with your husband or your wife and they cuss at you and you say, you know, you're cussing and that's wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. But, dude, you just watched the movie with cussing and swearing <laughs> in it and now you're going to try to be all righteous, you know, to point out a fault or a mistake that your wife made. Your that's husband. not yeah. good moral character. You know, one of the things I, I can testify that I applied that moral excellency in my life to help heal our marriage. I remember... um when I would I would discipline myself even to think about someone else to be attractive. I will discipline I still to this day, I don't talk to all the ladies about, oh, I don't know, an, an actor is oh he's so handsome. I don't even go there. Yeah. I don't think I don't take out my garment of a, a holy woman when I'm with my friend talking about secular things. Mm-hmm. I don't say, oh yeah, he's fine. No. I don't have words like that for any other than my husband because excellency, (laughs) even though he's all that, right? (laughs) Exactly. That's the way I apply the word of God. It's really that simple. Yes, I don't have time for that. I don't. I'm not gonna. I live a disciplined life in every area of my life, and I those kind of talk. I choose not to have that kind of conversation with. Anybody. Yes. And you know, it's I'm interesting. I'm still a Christian when we, I'm with my friends, you know. Exactly. It's interesting that you said you don't have time for that. You know, you don't take time for that because when you do, you start to focus on that because you're going to give time and attention to hanging out with your friends and talking a certain way and doing certain things. And that's going to, that's going to, that's going to be brought back into your marriage and we're talking into about, your thought process. We're talking about healing marriage. I yes. know a lot of people have great, he, um, marriages who who have a very successful life and they are a little more open than other people and they might be like well my marriage is great and i talk about so-and-so being good looking there's nothing wrong with that that works for your marriage exactly we need a healing in our mm-hmm. marriage i could not take the chance when i say i don't have time for that our marriage was in the verge of divorce i could not afford to go there so i apply a very this uh, uh, this discipline in my life in my the way that i talk who i'm thinking about who I, what i'm watching on tv if i see my eyes getting goofy if i'm watching a show and i think somebody's hands up, i will look somewhere else because i cannot afford to have a moment of carnality because right. we mm-hmm. were we were in a bad place. We were, we were in a bad place. And it's still you know, to this day, it's such a habit in me. I have no desire. And keep them going in uh, our lives. Exactly. At the beginning, I was making really my flesh like, oh, no, you're not going to talk about this. Don't don't give an opinion. I remember the Holy Spirit telling do not have an opinion about this. They were talking about this person was being good looking. I'm like, I don't have an opinion. So I would, I would not make people feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. because they were walking where they were walking. But right. for me, I had nothing to say mm-hmm. because at that moment, I was fighting for our marriage. Right. And, you know, in all of that, you know, we're going to we're going to bring it back in and talk about another word in, that comes from the scripture. And that's knowledge. OK, mm-hmm. you know, the word and how to apply it, you know. That's what gives you knowledge. That's the understanding, mm-hmm. how to take the principles, how to apply that word in your life. And that is standing on as believing in it, you know, not giving the devil a foothold, not even opening up a door to even think, you know, about another woman. If you think, you know, you can get by with that or say, well, that's just you. or I can deal with that. OK, mm-hmm. well, you see how much you can deal with and then see how far you can go dealing with that and your mind starts to wander, you know, we have to keep our minds in check under, you know, God says, Jesus said, 
you know, catch those thoughts captive, call them to the obedience of Christ. So when these things come, you know, we have the capacity to do that, you know, and that's the knowledge that we have in the Word of God and how to apply it. The Word of God said, you know, also watch those little foxes. Yes. So if we're able to discipline ourselves on those little things, it will help the long road with all the areas in our life. You know, a lot of times I, I watch myself and everything that I do to bring glory to the name mm -hmm. of God. And do I really want to t give my opinion more than do I really want? I always have a victory in every area of my life. Mm -hmm. And like I say, if you check your faith and you guard it, you cannot afford it. That's right. That's right. You can't because mm -hmm. it, it's, it, it, it's not worth it, you know, in the long run at the end of the day. You mm -hmm. know, and it's not about, you know, well, I have a bad marriage, so I need help. Or I have a good marriage, so I don't need help. Mm -hmm. No, what it's about, it's about constantly growing and fellowshipping with this woman. I'm I'm focusing in on, on the woman right here because I'm a man. My wife's a woman. So really? you're focusing in <laughs> on that. You know, Amen. I love this woman and she gets all of my attention. When things go bad, I'm going to search for resources. My Bible, mm -hmm. my pastor, you know, an elder in the church, someone who's been married longer than us. And, you know, find out, you know, what I can do to fix it. You know, well, my mom told me this. My dad told me that. Well, you know what? I don't really care because if it's unscriptural, if it's not biblically based, if it's tearing you apart, it's not worth it. You know, you, that's not the kind of knowledge that you need. And then with that, you're talking about self-control. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I like what you just say, because in, in this scripture that you just read earlier, it's talking about godliness. To your faith, you have to add godliness. And just like you say, tradition of men, this is the way my mom did her marriage, so I got to follow up. Or instead of hearing for yourself what the Holy Spirit, what will it work for your particular marriage? Because he has a perfect plan for all of us, you know. And we have to use self-control only through the help of the Holy Spirit. That's right. Mm -hmm. And the, the scripture also say that to their faith add. It's like I see faith as a baking a cake. Like the main ingredient is the flour, but you have to add the eggs, the oil, sugar. Oil, what? sugar. And you have to add the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's good that you work in your faith, mm -hmm. but what are you doing? We're talking about how you're going to guard what you already have. So many people want to grow their faith and not guarding what they already have. Because mm -hmm. when you guard it and protect it, it won't do nothing but grow. Right. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, they want to try to do it or maybe skip a step. I've been you know, there. You talked about I've done baking it. the cake. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to substitute this for that. I want to substitute what, you know, Bobby said because he agrees with me rather than what my pastor said because it's just too hard. Mm -hmm. But no, hey, Bobby's a single man and he's been divorced. What does a married man have any sense going to talk to a single man about an issue in, in his marriage, in his life? That's not self-control. That's not moral excellence. That's definitely not knowledge. You know, one of I like to uh, say to your faith, add a stand fast too, baby. Stand fast is yes, when you run uh -huh. with endurance. Not how fast you run it, but you run endurance. I, there was many times in my life when I felt my faith is not working. What is oh, going on? Yeah. But, a lot, you know, the scriptures say in Hebrews 6, 12, don't be sluggish. And be an imitator of those through faith and patience. Faith and Have patience, inherited yes. what the promise of God, what mm -hmm. God promised to you. And I'm like, 
you know what? I don't think it's so much my faith is that I'm not being very patient. Right. I'm not being very mm-hmm. patient with my husband. I'm not being very patient with my children. So it, I see the perspective of faith differently, and there's something I can do about it. Right. I have to mm-hmm. guard it. I have to feed it. I have to grow it, what I already have. Mm-hmm. You know, right. And, and, you know, that that also, you know, can relate to uh, godliness as well. You know, it's how you walk in that integrity, how you walk, you know, separate from the world, mm -hmm. because, you know, when you're patiently waiting, basically is saying, you know, um, we're not only hearers of the word, but we are doers thereof. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when we not only hear the word, but we are a doer, then that's when we become recipients of all that God has provided Mm -hmm. and all that God has promised. That is through our obedience and the word of God and in our godliness and integrity, you know, the views of the world and the carnality and how they think we can fix things, you know, that really doesn't matter. That because is not at the faith. End of the, at the end of the day, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not faith. Mm-hmm. You know, faith begins, I heard a preacher say this a time ago, I don't really know where it came from, but in addition to what our, our Reverend Randolph said the other day, you know, faith begins where the word of God is known. Exactly. You know, where you know the word of God, that's where you know that I can't do this any longer. I need the word of God to fix this and I know where to go. So I'm taking all these ingredients. I'm taking prayer. I'm taking fasting if I need to. I'm taking my my uh, separation from from uh, the carnality, from social media, from TV and things like that. You know, we all have to add mm-hmm. all these things together, you know, use all the tools and resources that we need to make this marriage successful. Even to this day, you know, September 14th will be 32 years. And we practice these things. I'm telling you, my brother, sister, we practice these every day. Not that we're having issues, but these are constantly on the forefront of our mind because we don't, our past does not define us. Okay. We don't think about the things in the past and ponder on them. We reflect on those things of the past. Pastor we said learn this from the other day. <laughs> we reflect on these things and know not to do those things again. Mm-hmm. So what I'm telling you is in all that you're doing, you know, in everything that you do, have the faith to step outside of yourself and to look to all the resources that you have. You know, your pastor, the prayer. Talk to God, cry out to God, and you know what? Even have that intimate conversation with your wife saying, hey, I'm struggling with this, babe. Pray for me. Help me to get mm-hmm. through this. That is where, you know, all of this comes into play at when you can have, you can develop that faith to go forward and to be, have a successful, you know, marriage. Amen. And there's so much more we could say about faith because it's such a broad uh, information and, and knowledge and understanding that comes from by knowing the Word of God and what the Word of God tells us about faith. Mm-hmm. And we can be here all night, but above right. all, the Bible does tell us to guard your heart. Guard your heart. Because if your mm-hmm. heart is hard, then your faith will not work for you. I like what it says, brotherly love. Yeah. Brotherly love means I will treat others as I treat myself, as I right. love myself. Love, you, love yourself. You know, I have, you know, Galatians, I believe it's uh, 5, 6 say that to your, the faith that work through love. A lot of time, it's not the faith that is affecting your prayer answer, but it's your love walk. How are you treating people? How mm-hmm. are you treating your spouse? How are you treating your children? And that's one of the things that I'm always in the front uh, thinking and meditating in 
examine my heart, where I am with God, where I am with people, where I'm, how I'm walking the walk faith. Right. Amen. You know, and it, like I said, we can be here all day, but we gave you some basic things that you can ponder on and think about what area they all that we mentioned, what is one of the areas I might need to work on? Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it may be one, it may be multiple, but when you work together, when you're in a team, mm -hmm. you know, you have to have that uh, relationship, you know, working and out, walking on in brotherly love. Mm -hmm. And remember, you know, one of the most important things, well, we didn't say this early on, but I tell you what, when you're working through issues in your marriage, there has to be non-retribution. When you open up to your husband or your wife about something intimate that's struggling, that you're struggling with, you can't hold that against them. That's you not walking in love. You can't say, well, I knew you were thinking about this <laughs> or I knew you had this problem or why are you looking at her or why are you looking at him? No, you know, that that tears down, you know, the barriers that builds a wall mm -hmm. and it, it tears to down, you know, you know, things that you need to be open and truthful and honest. Mm -hmm. Because when men, you know, remember when you're hurt, you start to shut down. OK, so, you know, take all of that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we love you. We thank you for uh, participating with us. We encourage you to come to our, check out our website. You know, shoot us an email, you know, the wild marriage at gmail dot com. Um, look us up on all the social media platforms, you know, um, Facebook, Instagram, you know, participate with your wife, participate with your husband, participate with God. Be a doer of the word, and I guarantee that you will receive the promises and all the provision that God has for you. Until next time, we love you, take care, and God bless. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.